Welcome to Gunfighter Cast, episode 74. I'm Daniel Shaw, here with our co-host, John McGregor. Hey, this time, John. Hey. Last time we lost John's audio, I sound like I was a mic hog there at the beginning, and uh, just kind of ran with it. How you doing this this day close to Halloween? Uh, I don't know. I get some, some barking dogs upstairs. I hope nothing bad's happening. I bet there's zombies at the door. It could be. It may be. It is Halloween. It is. You never know. could be witches or something. Anyway, uh, I have over 15 years of experience as a zombie hunter, and John has over 20 years experience as a zombie hunter. Combined, we have about 30 years of experience as monster hunting instructors and 76 years experience at not getting eaten by zombies. The purpose of this show is to discuss firearms, equipment, and training as it relates to self-defense from a military, law enforcement, and undead hunting perspective. Obviously, this is a Halloween episode. Cue the scary music. I don't know if I have any scary music. All right. Ooh. That was scary. <laughs> That's staying in there. Excellent. So what are we What are we going to talk about? Well, even though the uh, end of the world is upon us, we should still talk about our sponsor, Aries Gear. Best uh, tactical yes. belts in the business. Because when the world ends and the zombies come or the apocalypse happens... Whatever's going to happen in uh, next month, you want it to happen while wearing an Aries gear belt. Yeah, because by then it'll be too late. The internet will be down. You won't be able to order them. So. Yeah, so get it now, get it now. before we go dark. Because mm-hmm. when we go dark, there's no going back. Yep. Yep. So uh, Aries gear belt, you can find those at ariesgear.com. And look around the website for a lot of the other cool stuff for all, that are on there. While you're there, there's some nice uh, pig stickers on there, some really cool knives that you could probably use to take care of some of those zombies if you run across them. Very good. You also want to do these. You, you don't want to just have an Aries gear belt. You also want to have a Gunfighter Cast t-shirt. Those pictures of those shirts, I understand that there's no pictures. I understand that I put something on the Internet for sale that you couldn't even look at. But we've already had about 20 orders so far, so I guess a lot of people don't care which is really cool. Thanks, guys, who's all ordered. These shirts are going to look great. Can't wait to get them. I should have a picture up next week, and I'm hoping by Tuesday. And uh, if not, uh, it'll be Wednesday, but I'm going to get up as soon as uh, it gets there so you guys can see them. Then you can go place your orders and know that you're getting something cool so that you can wear your Aries gear belt along with your Gunfighter Cast t-shirt while you're slaying zombies after December 21st. Of course, you'll get that stuff before then, but that's when it's all going to go down, right? Yeah. Now these uh, these t-shirts they're uh, stain treated for uh, so zombie blood doesn't soak through. Correct. Uh, well, you might get a little bit of blood on there because I think that just adds character, having mm. a little bit seasoned look about yourself. But they are non permeable to the solanum virus that will cause zombification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it's like it's like it's like a zombie zombie condom kind of thing. Very nice. That's that's how I had them made, like sp- specially designed. Cool. All right. Well, anything else before we want to start talking about uh, the undead? Well, uh, we could talk about the Freedoms Network a little bit, where we are over there. We've got a few discussions going on. Um, just jumped in a little bit uh, in the last couple of days, answering some some posts on there. So we appreciate your feedback there as well. We've got the Gunfighter Cast group. And once this episode's posted, I'm sure we'll have a, another little 
discussion on this episode as well. So join us over there if you haven't already. Right, because we're filling our zombie quota for a gun podcast like everybody else has to. Mm -hmm. Because it's that time of year and it's time to do that. It always usually gets some really good discussion going and a lot of fun. So come join us over there at the Freedoms Network and let's talk about this stuff. Now, we're not coming at this from a prepper perspective. We're not talking about you know, a zombie plan so that if, you know, Katrina happens, we have a plan to get out. We're talking about zombies. We're talking about the undead ghouls and how we're going to take care of them. That's what this episode's about. So pretty much no real practical information, just all zombie killing all the time. Absolutely nothing practical. If you wanted something practical on this show, you should probably stop listening right now because this is not going to be one of our usual shows. All right, so zombie stuff. John, go. Well, what, uh, why don't we start with uh, with our loadout? We haven't uh, discussed this, so maybe we'll be in. Uh, we'll have a couple different perspectives on here, but uh, I guess first let's talk about jumping right into some fun stuff. The long gun. What um, What do you think of for a long gun? I'll tell you. I'm thinking. I'm gonna go uh, 870 pump shotgun. As the long gun. Oh, 870 pump shotgun. That's it. Yep. No other long gun. Well, uh, real. I think you're going to die. Well, realistically, uh, you know, I would like to have my Remington 700 for long distance stuff, and I'd like to have an AR, and I'd like to have a shotgun. But you know, let's not let's not turn this serious topic into something silly. I mean, it's not like I can carry three long guns. So, I am going to argue that the uh, that the pump shotgun is the way to go for your for your long gun. Do you have a different opinion on that? Yes, because I want to keep the zombies at bay, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be in shotgun range of the zombies. Mm -hmm. However, the shotgun is a great tool whenever that doesn't quite work out. Primary long gun for me is I'm going to go with a, a little thing that covers two things. And I've mentioned this, I think, on the Gun Dudes or some other show, and it's still my plan. I've got an M4 with a short barrel, you know, when I say not not a short barrel rifle, but I got a 16-inch, you know, my regular old gun that I got at the house. And I also have a long-range, you know, heavy barrel optic that I can reach out a good 700, 8 easy and maybe not get the best headshots with every single shot, but uh, when I do have to take a precision shot, I can reach out 500 and get headshots with no trouble. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm picking for that where I can, and then suddenly, you know, I'm in a situation where I need to pick out somebody in a building somewhere a long ways away and get rid of, just kind of clean out a few zombies while, uh, you know, we go in there to resupply or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or just to keep them away from the fence line. Who knows? Because I'm picturing fence lines. I'm picturing getting somewhere to a hard point. I think I'm going to have that. And then for close range work, you know, I just switch out my upper. And now i got a closer range gun. That ammunition is really easy to find. I'll make pit stops in, uh, you know, various locations. Some people might say that you shouldn't go to a military installation. Well, I've been in the military for quite a while. I know where a lot of ammo is hidden <laughs> that it probably shouldn't be hidden because people are doing things they shouldn't be doing. Uh, I don't know exactly where it's at, but with a metal detector, I could probably find it. Just saying. Theoretically. But, um, theoretically. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of ammo that I could be had that of the caliber that I'd be using. So that's going to be my primary my primary weapon would be that uh, AR-15, shooting that 5.56 or 223. Hmm. And let's see, your plan obviously involves headshots, right? Because we have to have to shoot the zombies in the head to kill them. Yes, that part of the plan involves headshots. And we're talking about these kind of zombies. We're not dealing with any, like, 
crazy 28 days later zombies. These are slow-moving, dumb, George Romero zombies. That's the only kind of zombies that I'm going to fight. Mm -hmm. We will refuse on principle to fight the fast zombies. They don't exist in my mind. These are it's only Romero types. No Monster Hunter International white zombies that make you uh, paralyzed or anything like that. Those are too scary. Mm-hmm. So what what is it about the um, the shooting them in the head? What is it that we're that we're trying to accomplish there? Well, the virus that takes over. And if you're a, you know if you're kind of along the same lines, you believe like uh, Max Brooks. And the zombie survival guide, how he explains it, it's the virus takes over the brain, and that's what controls the body. And uh, once you eliminate that brain and make it where it can't send signals, signals anywhere, then uh, they no longer want to go eat people. Mm-hmm. Now, we can immobilize a zombie. Like, you could take that shotgun and shoot the heck out of them and cut off some limbs, and they could just crawl with their hands or roll or something. Uh, but they're still going to be able to operate those teeth and still be able to pass that virus on to you and get you dead. Well, I guess the, the the reason I go with the shotgun has to do with uh, a little bit of terminal ballistics and so forth. Uh, normally, when we, you know, it used to be, you know, back in back in the day for like sniper training, you know, we, uh, and actually this is before my time. I never trained this way, but uh, the theory was that you had to shoot, you know, if you wanted to stop somebody, immediate incapacitation without them having any kind of reflex. You needed to hit the medulla oblongata, um, but that's a very small target. What we found we could do much more effectively is really all we need to do is put a round inside the cranial vault, um, relatively secure spear, sphere that uh, holds the brain. And by introducing the round, you increase tremendous amount of pressure inside the skull the pressure takes a path of least resistance, goes down, spinal column takes out the medulla oblongata, instant shutdown. But the problem when you're dealing with zombies is what do zombies like to eat? Well, brains. Now, are we these are these are Romero zombies. Yes. They're not completely after brains. Well, but let's say that these zombies do want brains. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Then, okay, these zombies want brains. Then then the cranial vault is no longer intact. You could, I could easily see those five, five, six rounds just going through, penetrating maybe part of the upper brain, but um, you know certainly there might be more of that, you know, that lower brain, that basic instinct brain going. Uh, so you're assuming that some of the brain has already been eaten. True, and the the cranial vault is no longer a secure cavity for that over penetration. So now the path of least resistance won't be down the spinal column wiping out the medulla oblongata. It's going to be out the top or out the back or something. So I let's say that let's say for a second that your crazy zombie theory is true. Mhm. Cuz everybody knows zombies don't act, they're not like that anymore. But let's say that that zombies aren't like that. I don't even know if I can do this. Okay. Okay, so there's no cranial vault. You've, somebody's already ate some of their brain. Mhm. Should I just throw rocks into their brain and just, is that going to work into their head? No, I I don't know that it would. That's why I go with the shotgun with a little number four buck, about 24 rounds, 25 caliber coming out there. More of a, instead of relying, um, in the other, I've got more of this theory too as well. Let Let me just add the part B to it is, you know, one of the main kind of wounding factors with your rifle. It's so, 
It's so powerful you get that hydrostatic shock. However, have you ever seen a zombie take a drink of water? Are they? Yeah, they don't, they're not thirsty. They're not full of water. So They're probably quite dehydrated. That's right. So therefore, you're not even going to have as much hydrostatic shock. So that's, again, why I think the shotgun is better, because you're not relying on hydrostatic shock. Basically, you're, you're relying on the, the permanent wound cavity created by the shotgun to wipe out the brain area. Okay, well, based on your idea of zombies, however crazy it may be, I retract my initial suggestion of using my AR-15 for headshots, and I now introduce Morgan Freeman's in Half-Life series, the gravity gun that catches everything and shoots it out. So, And I have a backpack full of saw blades that I shoot at zombies and cut their heads off. People who play Half-Life will know exactly what I'm talking about, even though you don't, John. I played Half-Life. I didn't know Morgan Freeman was shooting gravity guns, but I'll go with it. Did I say Morgan Freeman? You did. What's Freeman's first name? Morgan. In Half-Life. Oh, I... I can't remember. It's been a few days since. Okay, Doctor Freeman. I'll cut that out and make it sound like I knew it. I didn't say Morgan Freeman. Oh no, I think based on, on based on what this podcast is, I think you're leaving Morgan Freeman in. I probably should. <laughs> you're right. Morgan Freeman's running around with a gravity gun in a super awesome hazmat suit that talks to you and administers first aid, shooting zombies with saw blades. Mm-hmm. I like it. All I right. Like it. Well. Hey, that's, I mean, that's a very good theory. I just, uh, I guess I was taking this a little more seriously, you know. That's that's just crazy if you're going to talk about killing zombies with video game weapons. I mean, that's just, that's out there. Have we gone too far? No. No, because we've only discussed long guns. Now, there's some other stuff that we'll need to have, too. Uh, I assume we're going to want some type of uh, backup weapon, some type of pistol. So, uh, what do you got for a pistol? I already know what you got. I want a SIG 2-2 something. You know, that's what John's going to say. We all know that, right? (laughs) This is true, but I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Well, I am going to go with the Glock 17. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know why I'm going to go with the Glock 17? Um, So we'll have something to argue about. Because I don't have a SIG 2-2-6 Elite Dark with a threaded barrel yet to put my suppressor on to be quiet so I don't alert other zombies around because I haven't got it yet. Mm. Well, that's a that's a different story altogether, huh, John? It is at the pro shop. But yes, you don't you don't have it yet, so you're going to go with the Glock 17. Yes, I, I, but if, if if for some reason Sig contacted me and let me buy that gun that I want, then uh, I then would go with the 226 Elite Dark. Mm-hmm. Well, what, mm-hmm. what the uh, the nine millimeter version? Yes. Would, would that be your? And... Because nine millimeters. Well, well, with your zombies, I may need something to shoot something a lot bigger. I might need like uh, a Sig two two six that shoots forty five long colt or something ridiculous that doesn't exist. Yeah. Now, see, I don't. For me, when once we're talking pistol caliber and so forth, um, you know, I, basically even in the a living human, you know, the handgun's not really a man stopper anyway. So, you know, for me, I would like you initially said stick with the nine millimeter. You can increase your round size to say, you know, go with a forty-five or something, but you're only, what are you increasing the diameter of the round by like ten percent or something? 
whereas you're reducing your magazine capacity by probably about 50%. So, no, are, I, are, you, are, you, are you being practical again? I'm, I'm just throwing numbers out that nobody can really prove or disprove. So I sound like I'm smart, but um, yeah, I think you're still, you're still good going with a nine millimeter because uh, you know, readily available. Yeah. You're not getting, you go to a larger caliber again, you're, you're getting a lot more reduction in magazine capacity for what you're getting in, increased diameter for that permanent wound cavity to kill my zombies. Yep. Uh, I would also, and before we really get into, uh, you know, pistols, Mm -hmm. I I think uh, I'd like to get hold of some mortar systems. (laughs) I I think think those would be quite useful, you know, as long as I got a, a few guys that know how to use them too, or girls. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, see, I'd be more concerned that I would blow myself up with the mortar system. So I would, uh, I would not be utilizing the mortar system. No, oh, you just put person. the bubble in the thing and you just drop the rounds and see where they go and then adjust a little bit. That's all that matters. Zombies, who cares if you, you hit anything else? Mm-hmm. Now, again, um, just to play devil's advocate with the, the mortar system, I think the problem with the mortar system is you set the mortar system off and and you're going to attract every zombie for miles, and pretty soon you're going to have this big ring of zombies approaching your, your mortar location. Well, this is a team-based system. You oh, know, you're okay. You're not going to do this by yourself. You're going to be working with a, a group. I did say that I had a, a group of folks who, who knew how to use them. Mm-hmm. That way we've got, you know, some good cover. We've got an egress route. We've got it, you know, we got the whole plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And, you know, we just shoot them and, and move and, you know, mm-hmm. do work. So what kind of pistol are you going to go with? Which, which SIG are you going to use? Um, I'm actually going to go with yours since you don't have it yet and it's uh, in Epping. I'm going to make a trip and I'm going to grab your P226 Dark Elite. So w- what happens if we link up? Do I then get that gun or are you just going to go ahead and keep it? Um, I'll say, no, this one's not yours. Yours hasn't come in yet. Oh, okay. Got it. Because I certainly don't want to trade with you at that point if you're going to bring a Glock 17. But in any event, let's back to the pistol. Uh, the 226 9mm and the 20 round magazines. So again, I get my super capacity. You know, nothing wrong with a 45 round, but maximum magazine capacity for single stack 45 is going to end up being around 10 rounds. So. I'm going to go with the 226s and the threaded barrels um, because I can use a suppressor again so I don't attract other zombies when I'm doing my business. So so you said 22 that was plural 226s and threaded barrels so you're going to like dual wield. Oh yeah. 226s. Two uh two Safari Land drop leg holsters one on each side. You know okay. just oh, just I in can... case. And let's see probably about six so three pistol mags on each side. So about six mags plus the two in the gun. That's that's hundred rounds right there, if I've counted right. That's going to get really heavy with your chainmail. Uh, yeah, and all the leather. But you know, you got to make sacrifices. Well, since we're segued into clothing, I'm going to go rob a bike shop and get a real thick leather leather padded biking jacket that can't be possibly bit through. Mm-hmm. That looks really cool too. It's got to look cool. Got to look awesome. Yeah, I uh, with this I'm in agreement with you. Um, 
having, you know, when I was younger, having grown up with the Mad Max and Road Warrior movies, I'm probably going to do something similar with leather and paint some football shoulder pads black and throw those on as well. Are they going to have spikes? Uh, no, because if, uh, if I get drowsy and my head nods over to one side, I don't want to impale myself. So, uh, no, there will be no spikes on the, the shoulder pads. We've talked about a few different guns that actually take ammunition and are loud and make noise. What are you going to go with for a silent blade type or, you know, maybe pike or something like that? What are you going to go with? Well, uh, I don't have a lot of experience with pikes. Um, my understanding is they're very long. Therefore, they're not going to be very handy to carry with all my other stuff. So uh, I think what I'm going to go with is... Well, we have technology nowadays. We have... We have these things, the boats that go underwater, if you yeah. didn't know. And we have these ships that planes fly off of. Back to the zombie thing. Uh, you know, you can retract batons and such. Maybe somebody should invent a retractable pike to keep zombies at bay and still collapse it and just hang it from your side or something. Hmm. You could. Or you could just go with a katana, which would be my choice. Well, see, I'm not a ninja, nor am I a samurai. No. I would probably cut myself up with a katana. And I'm not really relying on the, the ninja or the samurai. Um, I'm relying on the immortals in Highlander. Because if you recall, pretty much the way you killed the immortals was to take off their head, which is how you have to kill the zombies. So I think the katana is a proven head-cutting weapon. So if we do link mm -hmm. up. And we kill all the zombies. There can be only one. So then, do we like throw down with katanas? Uh, no, because again, the the Highlander franchise is a different franchise, and in that there can be only one. But I think zombies that we're under no such restriction. Okay, so. good. I am not going to go with a katana myself, but I I respect mm -hmm. your choice. Before we get off katanas, um, and I might, I'm not sure. I'm going to give it a try. I might duel those as well. Do like a, I think it's di dual yeah. wielding katanas. Are they going to be crossed along yes. your back? Because that's going to look awesome with your biker jacket and droplet yes, holster. Exactly. So, I don't, I don't think you're going to live very long. But you're going to. Oh, I'm not going to be able to move like die. 50 feet. You know, <laughs> they're going to the slow moving zombies are going to overtake me. But you're going to be the after it happens a few days after you're going to be the coolest looking, most heavily armed zombie walking around yes. ever. I hope in that yeah, infestation definitely. or whatever you call that period where I'll be inactive, I, I hope you get all my stuff, though. May as well have all my cool gear. Uh, I'll take some of it. I don't know if all I right. carry it all. I want a, one of those big machetes, man. Not like one of those like military surplus machetes. I'm talking about the long, nasty machetes that just, it looks at a tree. Like you, you walk up near a tree or something with it, and that tree just cuts itself in half, you know, because it, it don't want to mess with that machete. That's what I want to carry with me. And I just want one where I can just put some grip tape or something on that thing and, you know, just swing the mess out of that thing. And yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I want. Maybe even a board with a nail in it if things get really hairy. Board Maybe. with a nail? That's if I, yeah, it's, that's, it's a bit advanced, so I'm not really sure I'm ready for that. And just one? Yeah, I've only got two hands, and I'll use both of those to swing mm -hmm. it. And uh, so those don't take any ammo. You can use those until we're tired. What else we need? I'm wearing an Aries gear belt. I don't know oh, that goes without saying. We already covered that. that 
And uh, maybe we should make Gunfighter Cast biker jackets next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We'll yeah, work on that. I mean, how much could custom leather jackets possibly cost? Yep. And I, I think you need, you can't just wear hiking shoes or hiking boots. I think you need, like, some kind of motorcycle riding boot that's really tough but can still be, you know, mobile in it. Maybe like because a... how many times have we seen... I was just going to say maybe like a motocross thing because they've got a little more tread than... I, I don't think I'd want just like a flat bottom leather boot where it would it would look good, but then I'd slip and fall in the mud with all my stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe like even like something Harley-ish mm-hmm. that, you know, you could you could beat the crap out of somebody in a biker bar and still jump on your bike and ride and fall down and not mm-hmm. get hurt. Something like that. I want something like that because how many times have you seen in the movies where someone's climbing a ladder or climbing up something and the zombies grab mm-hmm. their feet? You know, that's that they get access to that pretty often, so got to protect the legs. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I want to wear chaps. I'm not sure I'm rock star enough for leather pants, so I'm not sure what route to go there. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe tights, just because. You know? No, I'm not. I'm not signing on to tights. I'm sorry. Su- superheroes wear tights, man. They do. That's just the way it is. Um, again, back to um, you know, the Road Warrior movies and stuff. I I do believe those were leather pants. I don't think they were chaps. At least not the people I'm emulating in the movie. So uh, I might have to go with the the leather motorcycle pants, not chaps. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, I don't know if I do the chaps either. But no, you're you're tight. The tights will look good on you. Yeah, I'd be men in tights. Mm-hmm. I'd tight tights. Well, we got to get around. What kind of vehicle are you going to ride in? Uh, well, I don't know, based on the fact that I've got two thigh holsters and katanas coming out of either side, I'm going to have a problem <laughs> in in any type of uh, any type of enclosed vehicle. Um, so, so you're kind of going to you're going to like paraglide everywhere you go. I'm going to have to. Um, Plus, you know, I'm figuring there's not going to, you know, the gas stations aren't going to be open that long anyway. So, so the the vehicle for for long term stuff isn't going to isn't going to be part of my plan really. I'm pretty much going to plan on not being able to uh, use the internal combustion engine for any length of time. Well, there's going to be a lot of dead folks real quick and a lot of gas left in cars. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be out of the gas station, but there's going to be plenty of gas around. Because there's plenty, we have no shortage of stupid people, mm-hmm. you know. So there's gonna be plenty of zombies running around. Not everybody's smart enough to wear, you know, double thigh holsters with running two two six elite darks and mm-hmm. you know a couple of katanas on their back and road warrior everything else. Like not everybody thinks of things so smartly as we do. No, not at all. But uh, we'll have to link up with the listeners of Gunfighter Cast. Uh, there's some truck drivers out there, and we got maybe we could link up with Chaz and uh, have a couple of dirt bikes and stuff in the back of uh, his tractor trailer. You know, and maybe some other really quiet vehicles like bicycles. I think those could be very useful, but there's no way you're going to be able to ride a bicycle. I have to put you, like, in a sidecar or something. Or you stand up on a skateboard next to the bicycle and hold on or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd probably be better. Yeah, the bicycle, the, the pedaling, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> no. What about those things you see in, uh, like, uh, the Chuck Norris Back to the future. Delta Force movies? No, those little, like, uh, like the Navy. I thought you were going, I thought you were, I thought you were going to go after hoverboards. Hoverboards, yeah. Um, no, I don't want to, again, I don't want to undo the serious nature of the show by talking about hoverboards, but those, uh, things you see the Navy SEALs running where you get the driver and then behind them and higher, you get the guy on the gun there. What are, where can we get a hold of those? You mean, I don't know. 
Are we talking watercraft? No, these have wheels. These you tool around the desert with. Oh, well, you probably, well, a lot of those guys are running in uh, Hilux trucks, but that's, like, who cares about realism? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're talking about uh, MATVs, or MATVs. That's what we use a lot, and the uh, SEALs are running around in them, and pretty much everybody is. They're pretty awesome. You also have a, you may be thinking about uh, a fast attack vehicle. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. That's probably what you are. There's quite a few different variants of those out there, but those, uh, some of the really quiet ones are the Mercedes ones, which are pretty cool and really quiet, and uh, they're really fun to drive. But, uh, yeah, that might be a good option yeah. to have a couple of those. And how many of those could we fit in the back of uh, Chaz's tractor trailer? Because I kind of see it kind of like uh, the old Knight Rider TV show where you can just kind of drop that door and you can shoot out the back and do your business and it depends. drive right now, back in. Some of these variants you can stack on top of each other and with a little ramp drive off of each other and drive down. Now, if you had a forklift available and other things like that, those if you have those things you know available and someone who can drive those things without tearing your vehicles up, then uh, you could probably get quite a few in the back of a tractor trailer. Uh, we could also commandeer an Osprey. Uh, V-22 or, you know, some kind of helicopter and, you know, insert, you know, via rotary wing if we needed to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never know. We could C-130 it all in there. Got a lot of options out there. A lot of op- Yeah. It might be hard to find that much jet fuel, though, or whatever it is that those, I guess it wouldn't be jet fuel, but airplane fuel. Yeah, airplane fuel. Mm. We're going to get so many emails on this show. I think pretty much everybody's already clicked off by now. Yeah, we're losing listeners <laughs> right now. Like, the last show and then this one, they're like, this is not what I thought it was. I'm leaving a negative iTunes review and never listening again. All right, so, well, options are endless. I mean, it's our world. Mm-hmm. If I if I wanted to go jump on a C-17, fly in somewhere, drive off the back in a, you know, a tank, then who cares if you can do that in real life or not? Of course, I don't know how to drive a tank very well. Mm-hmm. Um How's your? Wouldn't know how to maintain it. That's for sure. How's your C seventeen driving skills? Uh, those are not so good, but uh, mm. hopefully we have a few C seventeen pilots still living. Yeah. Uh, pilots. Pilots are typically pretty smart individuals. I'd like to think they would survive. Uh, quite a few of those would survive in uh, a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yep, they'll be prepared. Yep. Uh, bombs are always good. Uh, we talked a little bit about George Hill book before this you know he dropped a nuke on salt lake city so i mean we we could have some of those things available after he evacuated salt lake city or something right i would imagine uh maybe i mean it doesn't have to be salt lake city i'm sure there's quite a few cities out there like chicago and such that you know no but i mean there's plenty of cities out there that you know you could just go ahead and get rid of because there's no way anybody's alive Mm -hmm. in there that's not a zombie like chicago uh New York, you know, like places like that, no way. Pretty much all of Europe, you know, they can't defend themselves unless you're unless you got a couple of katanas mm-hmm. hanging on your wall. Yeah, you're in trouble. So what happens in those cases where uh, the zombies eat all the human population? Then what do they do? Now there's just a lot more zombies. Yeah, but there's no more no more brains or anything, right? Uh, well, the zombies keep going. They they go. They just want brains. They don't need them to live. Hmm. I see. All right, so enough speculation. Let's get back to the realistic stuff. So we got all the weapons we need. We talked about our clothing a little bit and a little bit about vehicle options. We don't need to save any food or worry about that stuff. We'll just go to Walmart, right? Yeah, well, there will be a lot of Walmarts around. Uh, 
and you can kind of do your your scavenging. But it sounds like you know you've got a more organized system. Sounds like you get a whole team concept. So you probably have like a supply chain or something. Well, I've 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 done the Facebook thing where it says who's your zombie apocalypse team, mm-hmm. and people have people have done that, and I've made it on a few teams. So I'm guessing since Facebook says that I will be on part of a team, then uh, I'll be part of a team because mm-hmm. it was on the internet. Yeah, that must be true. Yep, uh, I'm I'm counting on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a minute ago, the the Walmart thing. I'm just kidding. You go to Walmart, you're going to be a zombie when you walk out of there. It's just no way you're going to make it in and out of Walmart without being a zombie. Mm. You get you're getting eaten. Yep, that's probably going to be uh, ripped up pretty quick too. All oh the yeah, good stuff taken. So, uh, what part of the country are you going to go to? Well, since I can't fit in a vehicle um, with all my regalia on, I'm probably not going to get too far from the northeast. Well, that may be an advantage in the wintertime. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring. You know, I'll have okay. a good season where they're all frozen and so forth. So I could start moving even further north if, uh, you know, if I wanted to. No, no border crossing at that point. So Yeah, just go live in a boot, in a boat, in a boot. Yeah. Ah, that's like Canadian, right? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And just fish and eat. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to bounce around and keep podcasting, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some kind of way to get information out and organize the resistance and uh, hopefully meet up with John Connor somewhere and just fight metal every chance I get. I think, yeah, you're switching genres on us. Sorry, I did it again. I don't know. I'm kind of fearful of the of shooting animals and living and, and you know, eating that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, I'm hoping the ones in the salt water, the fish, are, are good. So I'm going to try to stay somewhere along the water so I've got that means for food. So you, you're... And I gotta, You're thinking that the there might be zombie animals as well. Yeah, I, I think there there could possibly be zombie zombie deer, mm-hmm. and and zombie zombie hogs and and stuff like that. So I I don't want to deal with a zombie hog and definitely not eat one. Hmm. I'm guessing if you cook it properly at you know at least 375 degrees for five minutes, you're probably going to get rid of the virus. Yeah. And but who knows? I think you you kind of stumbled upon. Um, Another reason why why the shotgun would be superior over the AR-type platform is if you imagine once the animals get infested, uh, if you imagine how small the, the brain area is on a chipmunk, you know, zombie chipmunks, uh, you're going to have a hard time making a headshot with your AR, whereas I can swap out to even a birdshot load or something and be easier to make headshots on these zombie chipmunks when they come around. I didn't think about the chipmunks. That's right, because the chipmunk bites you, you're a zombie. So it doesn't matter which zombie species gets you. Well, that's why I'm carrying the board with a nail in it. Mm-hmm. Trust the old standby. My quadruciary, something like that. All right, so uh, what else should we do for zombies? That's pretty much it, right? I, I can't think of anything else. I mean, I think we got a whole plan to survive the zombie apocalypse. Uh, I, definitely, I guess we got to mention Twinkies at some point, because those are important. They last forever, apparently. Yep. Yeah, I think we covered all the bases. Mm-hmm. I just have some type of uh, way to purify your water and uh, live off the land with look around, find Twinkies. I think you're you're good to go. You're in for a good life. Yep, I think so too. See if you can find a ham radio because Daniel will be broadcasting from somewhere. Okay, that's right. Internet's probably not going to be that effective. And remember, if you're hearing this, you are the resistance. That's a pretty good conclusion right there, yeah. That's a zombie show right there. That's what it is. I hope you guys are ready for the zombie apocalypse because it's coming and you never know. 
uh, any day. And I hope this show has really given you some good ideas to not get dead in the first five minutes of the zombie apocalypse. A little disclaimer. Don't do anything you heard in this show. Because you're going to get eaten and you're going to die as fast as John is. Mm -hmm. If you if you if you take any of the advice that we've given you in this show, yes, any of it, definitely. But zombies are fun, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope that you guys have an excellent Halloween, and come back next week and listen to next week's show. Uh, I promise it'll be something serious again, and we won't talk about zombies. Well, not much anyway. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe not. But as always, uh, join us at the Freedoms Network on Facebook. And let us know how much you hated the show. We would love to hear it. And um, get our app on iTunes so you can listen to the zombie episode. And you can also get it at the Android Marketplace. And go to www.gunfightercast.com. Click on T-shirts. And go ahead and order your T-shirt. And I'm going to get those out to you guys who have ordered them uh, as soon as they are available. And uh, there should be a picture up there again next week. And then I'm sure that everybody will start buying them but thank you again to everybody who's already bought them just uh trusting that they're going to look nice john got any closing thoughts uh i know what you're going to say already you're going to say join the zombie hunter association in your local area Mm -hmm. yep the zombie amendment foundation if uh in any local zombie groups that are in your area that's right and uh have fun and be safe all right all right well until next time well, you already said be safe, so... Well, I can cut that out. Um, yeah, no, you don't have to. You can be safe and gunfighter cast out. Okay, I'm keeping your gunfighter cast out. I'll just use yours. All right.